Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. I said you're covered in sores. (laughs) But you know what makes me... Uh-oh, and he's dead. Okay, this episode and this podcast is over. Uh, but if it weren't over, it'd be brought to you by MeUndies.com, one of our favorites. MeUndies, this one's an easy sell because we actually think they're the bomb. I am wearing their underwear right now. You're wearing one of their t-shirts right now. That's right. They have t-shirts. They have underwears. They have pants. They have sweatshirts. They have sweatpants. They have clothes for men, for women. It's comfortable, and it's inexpensive. You know what I want to talk about? I just bought MeUndies. How many? I bought a five pair, five pack. You, uh, I, I, you couldn't wait for free. They could, send them to us for free. I wanted more. Mm-hmm. I felt weird emailing them and asking for more free underwear. Uh-huh. I want to support these sponsors. I, I used my own coupon code, meundies.com wow. slash Jake. <laughs> and what did you get? I bought, uh, I did like a random assortment of uh, five underwear. And, and then I also did the, uh, I tried the, the trunks instead of the boxer briefs. Oh, wow. Did you get 20% off your first order and free shipping? I did. That's right, because you live in the U.S. and Canada. If you go to meundies.com slash Jake. I do live in the U.S. and in I Can- live in Canada. <laughs> you have dual citizenship in British Columbia and regular Columbia, in the District of Columbia. Mm-hmm. I actually and moved, I am Colombian. Yeah, I moved from the British Columbia to the District of Columbia, and I am a tried and true American Canadian. And I say, for the love of God, try meundies.com. And if you go to meundies.com slash Amir or meundies.com slash Jake, you get 20% off. And like we said, free shipping on your order the number you see on the site will be more than what you end up paying for the underwear to arrive at your home uh you can do better step it up a notch at least check it out you can do better i have i had like 10 pairs of meandies i got five more i asked a friend of mine who started listening to the podcast i'm like have you do you listen to the ads he said yeah i like the ads i'm like have you visited meundies.com yet and he's like no not yet there are still people, regardless of how much we hammer down the point, at their computer right now, choosing not, actively choosing not, to hit Command N, new window, www.meundies. I, I would just do Command T. Oh, a new tab. New tab. You don't need a whole new window for this. You can go to meundies.com and at least look at it. Just Coward. look at it. That's the first step. Look Looking at it. Look at it. Look at it. Look shack tit. Look shack tit. Through myself. Uh, so do check him out. Uh, super comfortable, super stylish, super fun, super affordable. Meundies.com slash Amir or meundies.com slash Jake. Uh, this was a fun one. We. <laughs> 
We both broke down and wept in the middle. Uh huh. That was yeah, 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 yeah. We didn't record that part, but that uh-huh. definitely happened. Uh, recording this on a Sunday afternoon online in just a few short hours. So let's just get started. Enjoy. Things got real. <gasps> Things got real. If you have a crush on a cute barista, wanna know what to do to meet her? Accidentally killed your neighbor's dog Wanna know how to pick up chicks while on a jog If I were you, wanna know what I'd do I'd email these two coy and funny dudes If I were you, if I were you If I were you, if I were you Starts now Louie and his roommate, Sarah. Oh, yeah, such... I was going to say, that wasn't Louie. <laughs> were such big fans of ours that they, they crocheted us for their YouTube web series. What? Oh, wait, what? Yeah, and then they made a video, and then they made a background song to use as an intro song so that we would talk about it and God, plug those people their are so crochet. talented. Yeah. Uh, I had them send us the crochet. It's not here yet. Oh, that's so fun. But if you want to see the video uh, that we're talking about, we'll put it on our website, ifireyoushow.com. So thanks to Louie and Sarah, uh, roommates, male-female roommate, doing cute things together. You guys should get married. (laughs) That's not what I I meant. I just think it would be cute if they did. I I was saying they should 69. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, sure. That leads to marriage. How it works is that you're both... I know how it works. I do. Of course, I know how it works. It's like you're sucking your own dick. No. Huh? Because <laughs> you're, it's, it's kind of like you're using somebody else's body as a proxy. So it's like, oh, I get to go down on a girl while she's blowing me. So and how like, is that like sucking your own dick? Because <laughs> think about it. No. You're basically, you're, you're using t- the other you're human a- as a puppet. No, you're not. Yeah, you are. It's, you're you're control like you're basically saying to this human, you do what I'm doing. Imagine if it's two guys sucking each other's dicks. Then do it's you, like you're sucking, sucking your, your own, own dick. dick. Okay, I'm taking one degree to the right. One degree to the right is removing a penis. <laughs> no, 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 no. That no. is a huge. It's, hu- it's replacing. If I am, if I am licking a vagina that's pretty much the opposite of sucking a penis it's the but it's the opposite in a way that it's also very similar it's kind of like how uh it's oral sex but the venn diagrams do not overlap (laughs) they overlap they're on top of each other it's two circles they don't overlap (laughs) 69 actually that there's a zero and there's two o's in 69 i was gonna say when you said it's the opposite it's not the same it's kind of like uh, well, let me think of a good metaphor. It's like uh, uh you're like, oh, baseball's the opposite of basketball. Or it's like, okay, they're two different sports, but they're they are still sports. So the fact that something is your opposite means it's also very related. A yin and a yang. Yeah. So it's not like baseball's the opposite of basketball. It's dimension. like basketball's the opposite of dignity. <laughs> See, they're so far. That's truly the opposite. Or if you want to talk about opposites, opposites are things that aren't necessarily the exact different. They are still part of the same universe. Hey, this is if I were you. You said only. <laughs> you said licking a podcast. vagina was like sucking a, a dick. dick. Yes, I really think so. <laughs> you are <'Cause> gay. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's both oral sex. <laughs> 
That's it. Yes, that's it. Okay. So how can it, something can't if something is the opposite of something, they're actually very similar. That's <laughs> that's the cool thing that I said so far. And so far you haven't said something cool. <laughs> <laughs> Calling you gay was pretty cool. <laughs> Uh, this is If I Were You, the only advice podcast on the entire internet, hosted by me. And me. <laughs> My name is Amir. My name's Josh. <laughs> Josh R. Um, we just, just to show you how quick this turnaround is, the Clippers have been eliminated from the NBA playoffs. Yes. This show will be online four hours after that. That is correct. We procrastinated. But still, it's kind of a cool, fresh feeling. Right. What you're listening to uh, happens so quickly, so so soon. Yeah, this is us on Sunday afternoon, and you're listening to, you You know, you, this is maybe you on Monday morning. Oh, but what if some people are listening to it in two years from now? Yeah. Then, people will hear this after one of us dies. Really? Yeah. Think so? Yeah, probably. One person. chance, yeah. What's soon but for before? Huh? What's soon but for before? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I, st- I still don't get it. <laughs> What's the word soon for stuff that happened previous? Oh, I see. Like, uh, like earlier. Oh. Just now. No, it's not earlier. Earlier is any time before. <clears throat> I'm talking about. Like, you know, like, we'll, shoot, we'll record this and it'll be online soon. So it's like right before we recorded it, we recorded it not soon, but the soon but in a different direction. <laughs> I swear <laughs> to God I'm not high. <laughs> you <just> don't. <laughs> <laughs> what's soon but before, for before? before soon means uh quickly in the future i right. want to know what it means <laughs> like I, recently yeah yes we recorded this recently that's good <laughs> i i do feel high i'm not <laughs> i did have one edible and, and a cat hey man hey man <laughs> what soon i was at an eight when i <laughs> ate that uh this is an advice podcast people Someone blowing <clears throat> you is a puppet <laughs> don't you get that it's an avatar they it's are like a ventriloquist of you it's like if it's like it's like uh 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 uh, uh if uh virtual reality let's say i have this uh prosthetic dummy and whatever I do to it, it does to me. This is like the that 70s show came spinning around. <laughs> just keeps landing on you. I'm playing I'm playing spin the bottle and it only lands on me. Uh let's say you have this puppet. Like in the future It's really hard for me to just you have keep a long distance <laughs> You have a long distance girlfriend, let's say, in the future. Okay. The year is twenty thirty eight. Right. <laughs> Richard it. Nixon Jr. Jr. Your eyes are so red. <laughs> uh Instead of being in the same room as someone, uh, you are in the room as a with a like giant plastic female figure, mm-hmm. and your girlfriend is controlling it in a chamber. I see. So when she moves, the avatar moves. Got so, it. so she's sort of like blowing a figure, like... and that figure is blowing you. Sixty mm-hmm. nine is that. Then is it cheating? But you're both <laughs> in the same room. <laughs> My girlfriend cheated on me with a dildo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If the dildo is being remotely controlled by a guy, is that cheating? Would be an example of a question we would answer on this advice podcast. People will email us to show at gmail.com. Uh, and we do our best to read these emails, offer our advice. We are experts in w- what following fields? Physics, uh, chemistry. Mm-hmm. Jake has a PhD, JD, MBA from... Uh, the NBA. From the NBA. 
So he's a doctor, lawyer, businessman. I'm, I'm a Doc Rivers of myself. <laughs> and I am a catwalker, which is a new profession that I invented. So I'm an inventor. I'm right. a wordsmith and I'm a more you or less... teach cats how to catwalk. <laughs> what? You teach cats how to catwalk. How to catwalk. How to catwalk. We are yeah. high. We're tripping on mushrooms. <laughs> Uh, so let's start reading these emails and giving, giving our advice, giving our two cents. Ooh, that would have been a good alternate name for the website. Oh yeah. Our two cents. Our two cents. Welcome to our two cents. Hmm. I'm Amos. That's my two cents. (laughs) I'm Josh. Uh, all right. Let's start with a good one. Cool. We need a guy's name. Let's do uh, RIP Clippers. Blake Griffin. Right. So I was having a little party at my house and me and my girlfriend and two other people were sitting in a room while another group of friends were in another room playing truth or dare. I was unaware they were playing truth or dare. So I was weirded out when a girl from the other room barged into my room and licked my girlfriend from her forehead to her chin. And my girlfriend's brother watched the whole thing. Should I be mad at her? I'm a jealous dude. Clearly. (laughs) Uh, the first thing that popped out to me about this question it, licking like i can see licking from chin to forehead how yeah. do you lick from forehead to chin uh, <laughs> you have to use the bottom of your tongue <laughs> you have to use the bottom of well, your maybe tongue maybe she was like sitting down and this girl was standing up so she just kind of went like oh upside down yeah, I don't know. It still seems weird. Forehead I feel like chin. it's more likely that he wrote wrote it poorly. Oh, he accidentally His wrote it. His grammar's not great because I also am not 100% sure who he's mad at. Well, he wants to know if he should be mad at the girl or the girlfriend. I guess not really the girlfriend. Girlfriend didn't do anything. Should I be mad at the girl that did it? Should I be mad? Should I be mad at someone? Yeah. Uh, for licking. Like, if a guy did it, you'd be mad. If a guy walked into a room and licked your girlfriend. Yeah. But if a girl did it, less mad, it seems. Yeah, I guess. What I if feel it was like, a gay girl? I still wouldn't be that mad. I'd be actually hot by it. <laughs> yes. It would actually heat me. It's a turn, it's a what? <laughs> it would heat me. <laughs> it would turn so me on. When you're okay, when you're aroused, what do you feel? <laughs> I feel a warm heat <laughs> and a cold cool. <laughs> An orange sphere that pulsates right from forehead to chin. You are a sex symbol, Blumenfeld. <laughs> How so? You're a Madonna of our generation. <laughs> uh, would you be jealous if a girl, or would you be angry if a girl did that to your girl? I don't think so. I I don't, and like sex would even be involved. It's just like sort of non-threatening. Yeah, I guess because like I would know that my girlfriend. I know that she would is a heterosexual, so if she was licked by a woman, it wouldn't necessarily be like a threat to our relationship in any way. Whereas if a guy licked her, um, that's kind of like an assault a little bit. Yeah, then I think you'd have to be like, I well, I guess before I like really, really had a strong opinion, I'd check in with my girlfriend and say. How do you feel about that? <laughs> yeah. Do you feel violated? Was that really fucked up? Or was it just like, kind it is of, it, hey, we're all drunk at a party. Yeah. And that was weird. Is it entirely related to her? Like, if she's fine with it, then you're fine with it? Or is there a situation where something happens to your girlfriend and she's fine with it and you're not? I mean, there probably is because I'm, uh, <laughs> we're all human beings floating around this crazy, <laughs> crazy son of ours. Oh. 
Do you know what I mean? We're on a rock, yeah. baby. We are a shooting star. We are a shooting star. Mm. The sun, it's the moon. Just, it's crazy. I'm thinking, <laughs> just knowing <laughs> that, that the, the world, world is, is round. round. Here yeah. I'm sitting standing, on, standing on, on the, the ground. ground. Am I right side up oh. or Upside down. down. That's why he doesn't know. He, Dave has no. He's fucking upside down. Clue. That's why she, he's licking her from chin to forehead. No, he's yeah. right side up. That's She's what that goddamn down. song's about. This 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 this, this episode, party. <laughs> this episode, this party happening was Dave Matthews's uh, formative party that he was at. Uh, if you have to ask if you should be mad, then you're not mad. Right. Like you can't say, "Should I be mad?" Well, I am already, jealous. But then he also already is mad because he's like. I'm kind of a jealous dude. I'm realizing because I'm very pissed off yeah. at this. He like also it seems like it's if it's a truth or dare game. Mm, I don't know. I wouldn't be mad. The weirdest part is it came after a truth. Really? Yeah. So she said truth or dare, and then the guy said truth or a girl. Do you want to lick anyone in another room? Yeah. And she said, "Oh hell yeah, yeah, watch this." Do you in really? Fact. Yes, I do. So bad that this is about to happen. Yeah, that's how honest I am. We should play truth or dare more. I haven't played. Just I don't know if I've ever you? played. Yeah, <laughs> it seems like a good party game, but you never played as an adult. It's true, you never played truth or dare. You never played spin the bottle. Yeah, let's have like a teenager party. Oh, that's a good theme for a party. Right. Seven, we play Seven Minutes in Heaven. Well, you know where we can play it? When my parents go out of town, we can have it at my parents' house. Mm. That way it's like we're having a teenager party that I never threw because I was so antisocial and That's uncool. a pretty fun idea. Uh, and, and my parents' house is cool. It has a pool. Yeah. So I just have to... And we'll only invite teenagers over. Exactly. So like 14, 15, 16-year-old woman. Yeah. And then we'll play games with them. <laughs> so like one of the games... Ooh, sirens outside. Oh, fast. <laughs> that was so fast. No, that's real. I fucking played mailbox They're baseball earlier. <laughs> really? Yeah. I put a cherry bomb... <laughs> In a, in a toilet. toilet, yeah. The principal's r- fucking must have caught me or some shit. <laughs> I slashed the tires on the principal's Mustang. <laughs> the dean. Did you ever play spin the bottle? I don't know if I ever did. Yeah, I did. And it works? You just get to kiss? Yeah. Let's I played like some serious spin the bottle. Making out? I played spin the bottle where like elevated to uh, Basically, 69ing, seven minutes in heaven, which is what sixty ing in a closet. <laughs> what is seven? That's you go into a closet and change clothes. Seven minutes is, in heaven is just like you go into a closet and they shut the door and you have to stay in there for seven minutes and it you don't. No one ever uh, talks about what happened. Oh, it's like you can sit there and talk. You can make out. You can do whatever. You, you know, seven minutes. God, even hearing the rules gets me like anxious again like, really what would i do in a closet with a girl are you like you when you hear the rules of uh, seven minutes in heaven you're like oh my god I don't know i'm like so in my head like really when i, I hear I that i'm move? like oh fuck yeah i would fuck them <laughs> you, you you would do that not that it's a youngster uh yeah i guess not as like a 13 year old but right no yeah i would probably like <laughs> just go for it touched. not i don't think anybody was like having sex but yeah we were i would like finger somebody jesus man what, where did I go wrong? I You're lost doing it friend. now. You're peaking now. Yeah, but I really want to be a cool teen again. <laughs> In fact... You would rather get handjobs than just have a nice house and have sex. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think I want a handjob again. 
Give me that leather jacket. I'm going to go back to my high school. <laughs> you go back to high school. Like, it's not what you think, officers. I just am trying to get a hand job. <laughs> I get beat up by a 16-year-old bully. You jerk him off. <laughs> it worked. It finally worked. That's me melting. So, uh, should I be mad? Why don't you see if your girlfriend is mad? If your girlfriend is mad, then you could be mad. This one is sort of a gray area where it would be a little weird if your girlfriend laughed it off. <laughs> He took this like guy and steaming. fucking slammed him into Who a wall. Who dared her to do it? I'm not mad at her. I'm mad at everybody in this room. Who dared her? You? I guess I dared her. Why? Oh! <laughs> Why I ought to... Dare me to kick his ass. Uh, all right. That's it. Um, I'm a jealous dude. <laughs> just, he just, it's as if he, he can't... It's you like he's saying his that about yourself. Try to change. Yeah. I'm a jealous... Like, I'm... He's just saying, like, I'm six feet tall. Like, I can't do anything about it. I'm, I'm a jealous. jealous. I'm mad. <laughs> I get mad at easily. Oftentimes, I am greedy and angry. Yes. So, should I be mad in this case Things as well? Things put me off. Yeah, I'm ill at ease <laughs> and often uncomfortable in a negative way. So should I hit him? I find myself having stress and anxiety. <laughs> More often than not. Related to things I can't control. For example, a licking. Forehead to chin. Uh, and let us know if that actually happened, the forehead to chin thing. I find that hard to believe. <laughs> uh, all right. Oh, speaking of cool teens, this actually blends right perfectly into our next question. We need another boy's name chris paul chris paul cp3 himself writes my neighbors are paying me to pet sit for them while they go watch their son get married but the weird part is they told me i have to sleep at their house while they're gone because their dogs aren't used to being alone at night they understand that this is weird and compensated me for such a strange request by telling me that if i so choose i can invite some people over. That's right. Vacant house, hormonal teen. It seems like the premise for a really bad, raunchy comedy. I feel like I have to take advantage of the situation. But I'm not that kind of person. None of my friends, nor myself, have ever been drunk before or smoked pot or even have access to those kinds of things. If I were to ask them to get some alcohol and meet me at my neighbor's house, they'd likely make fun of me. I have no intentions of trashing this house or anything. I'm just curious as to what being intoxicated feels like. And I think that this is the most perfect and safe environment to do so. So what do I do? Get drunk alone or get some friends? Please, I need to know. P.S. I'm 17 going on 18. So, so this don't guy's drink. Not allowed. Illegal. That don't being want you said. To do that. <laughs> that being said... You're such a loser that, <laughs> that your friends think it's cool to not drink. Oh, my God. Even, That's a problem. Even me, a loser, had friends that drank. I mean, who are you hanging out with, you dork? It is funny. Like, what a weird reverse problem. Like, he's, he's, got, he's living in a universe I where people lick each house other. I have to have a house party, but everyone will make fun of me if I suggest we Alcohol. drink. It is funny to imagine him drinking alone, but that doesn't seem like a safe opportunity. Right. If he wants to know what being intoxicated feels like, I don't think that like getting drunk by yourself is that great of an indicator. Yeah. I don't even know if I've ever done that. Have you ever been drunk alone? I've definitely been like... Besides at the end of the night when you go home and you're alone and you're drunk. Right. Yeah, of course. Um, I think I've like done things like... I've never sat at home alone, got 
Maybe I have once or twice. Gotten Not to drunk. get like fucked up though. Like I'll say I have a whiskey at the end of the night. Yeah. I'll, I guess, but you've sort of been there when I do that. Yeah. I'm just drinking by myself and you're around. <laughs> That's the saddest thing I've ever But you've ever never heard. seen me get like fall down. I'm just like, we'll have a whiskey and be like, oh, that's pretty good. And you're I'll... there, but I'm alone. <laughs> actually, whenever I get drunk, I'm alone. If I'm in a bar I'm actually filled with always people, by myself. Because nobody else can be here. Never connected with a single human being. <laughs> if I Am I still not alone if there's a group of people I don't give a shit about constantly around me while I'm getting drunk? Imagine the first time you've ever got drunk, you did it by yourself in a strange house. That's yeah. the, that's a bad way to do it. No, because I think part of that, well, part of getting drunk in general is to do it with people so you're all like on the same page. Level, yeah, the same you level. Wanna, you want to get on the same level. I remember the first time I got drunk was in college. I never drank in high school. Wow. And I got drunk at my friend's party and he got drunk too. And it felt great because it's like, oh my God. I mean, he had already been drunk. But we, I was getting drunk for the first time. Did ever, was he aware of that? Like this, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. Felt's first yeah, time drinking. Exactly. Were you like, I'm not going to drink, and then suddenly in college, you're like, all right, I guess I'll try it. Or yeah. Were well, you just like, in, what, what was your mindset? My mindset to college. It was like I don't want to have. It was like weed and drinking were the two things that I didn't do in high school. Right. So I was like, I don't want to do the weed because that seems like more extreme like you can't even do that legally after you're 21 right but i can see myself drinking alcohol that seems easy so uh i told my friend that uh, it's like freshman year yeah freshman couple year. weeks into school yeah october 30th really 2001 it's a halloween party uh close Ofer's birthday party nice uh <laughs> he was like all right we'll, we'll do it we'll get drunk we went to my friend his friend's co-op and like they had like vodka orange juice for us and that was like the first drink I had. And I was like drinking. I was like, you know what? I don't feel anything. And I remember once I started feeling drunk, I'm like, ah, it's happening. And I like called my brother and left him a voicemail. I was like, I think I'm drunk for the first time. I don't know. It's pretty fun. Face getting really You called red. your mom. Imagine like getting drinking alcohol for the first time. Like what's your tolerance if you've never, ever had that poison yeah, before? Geez. Zero. Right. It's crazy. Like your blood must be confused. You never even like touched a drop of alcohol. I maybe had like a sip of wine as a child, but like I never had a beer. Your dad used to take you out for wine a lot as a kid. Yeah. (laughs) So like after baseball games. (laughs) My dad, I can count on a million hands the amounts of times he got me wine drunk (laughs) before school. Uh, wine drunk on the way to school, just playing slap the bat yeah. <laughs> on the he's carpool. Me off. Remember how early carpool was? It was like six fifteen. Oh my god, cold. It's so funny to think back on. Like I had to get to the bus at seven oh five. Oh, so early. And like there were so many times where I would missed it, just like by a little bit. Like fuck, I missed the bus, and I go back inside, and my mom or dad had to just drive me to school. Like fuck you, you little. You didn't have carpool. You had a bus. Yeah, I had a bus. Oh, uh, yeah. I was straight carpool. So, like, oh, older kids just, would like, drive wait. me. Oh, that's nice. Or, like, kids' moms, we'd have a schedule. Right. So, like, they'd, like, honk, and then you'd have to come out. That's great. Yeah. yeah I, I had the bus thing, so I knew if I missed the bus, then I could, like, stay in the house for an extra 20 minutes and watch Saved by the Bell. <laughs> so, so I would miss the it. bus on purpose, and then my mom or dad would have to drive me to school like a real fucking asshole. <laughs> Sorry, mom. So, wait, what was the first time you got drunk? Um, I think the the first time I got drunk was, was like in the summer, it's like eighth grade or something. You were 14. Yeah. I think it was before I was 13. It was the summer before eighth grade. Oh my God. So young. Yeah. I was like 
playing video games and not doing anything. Right, for the next... Well, actually, it was probably around years. the same time. No. Oh, no, you were... When you were 13, it was 2000... Or 1998. You got drunk three years before me, Wait, and no. I'm two oh, years so older. It was... I was 13. It was the summer of 1999. Yeah. And I didn't get drunk for another two years. And oh. I'm two and a half years older than you. Interesting, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, we, we used to get, like... Me and my friends would sneak into my parent, like our pa- everyone's parents, like liquor cabinets, and just take maybe an inch or two inches off of every single liquor and replace it with water. Or um, just leave no, it? just like take just take a sort of unnoticeable inch or two. Uh, but we would pour all of that oh, liquor into one Gatorade oh, bottle. So it have like rum, vodka, gin. Yeah, Whiskey everything we all didn't in it. No, and it, like I'm sure it was like Kahlua, just like different proofs, everything. And <laughs> Drano, I it didn't matter. Sometimes we were probably just taking margarita mix, <laughs> liquid dish soap. We, we'd call it Sprue. S H P R U with an umlaut, then E. Uh, we, we spelled it out. Shit brew, that's what it was. Oh, that makes sense. And then we would pass that around until we were drunk, and then just like wander around the neighborhood. This is at like three p.m. In the oh, really? Of the Holy shit. You were getting day drunk. Yeah, dude. It was danger. You went to a Dave? That was the best time of my fucking life. <laughs> Do you know what it's like to peak when you're 13? <laughs> shit was amazing. I would give anything to be 13. And hammered at three. Now at three, you're just eating a uh, salad. <laughs> That's not okay. It's true. <laughs> uh, where did we get to? Oh, yeah. Should he get drunk at this person's house? Is it the safest opportunity to do so? I think if you're worried about safe opportunities to get drunk, you're already doing it wrong, right? Right. I Just guess like, it's not safe to do it at another person's house. Why is that safe? Also, you don't really want to be the person that convinces your friends to get drunk. I would just like keep on like it sounds like you're maybe ready to experiment and everybody should be safe and you shouldn't do it because you're not 21. Whatever. <laughs> nice, dude. <laughs> Thanks. Amir made the fart noise. Uh but it seems like at the very least you want it, you want everybody to be on board. You want like all of your friends. It needs to this. be a communal. Yeah, that's how it's going to be the most fun. Um, so maybe start going after your friends who are the most weak-willed instead uh, of like going to the group of friends and being like, "Hey, we should get drunk," and everyone's like, "No," you know, you you try you find that one person who's like, oh. yeah, "I'd be down," and then it's like, "Hey, the two of us want to do it." Maybe it's the other third friend. You, you just slowly recruit everybody, but also don't do it because you're not twenty-one. <laughs> So our advice is not to do it now or ever until you're 21, unless you want to do it in college, in which case you shouldn't until you turn 21. 21. Uh, All right, let's take a break. Then we'll come back with more questions. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode of our show. Oh, yeah, baby. Uh, It can be easy to ignore your social battery and spread yourself thin, but that's not helping anybody. Right on. It is not. If you're feeling depressed or anxious about the state of the world or some sort of interpersonal relationship you're having with family, friends, loved ones, your job potentially. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's true. The best way to help yourself out of life's difficult situations is to talk to a professionally licensed therapist. And the best way to find a therapist is with BetterHelp. Exactly. Right. Finding a therapist used to be so difficult. You used to like have to ask a friend of a friend to drive to a waiting room, give it a shot, see how it goes. But with BetterHelp, right. you just fill out a brief questionnaire, you get matched with a licensed therapist right away, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Perfect. And you know the whole thing's online, too. Oh, yeah. So you don't have to drive somewhere. You don't have to sit anywhere. You can just log on from your house. You can even text your therapist, which is very nice. That's cool. So find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. Just visit BetterHelp.com slash segments today to get 10% off your first month. 
Therapists can be very expensive. With BetterHelp, they're affordable. And if you go to betterhelp.com slash segments, you'll even get an extra 10% off their already more affordable price uh, for your first month. You'll love to hear it. So treat your mental health seriously. Take advantage of this great offer. That's betterhelp.com slash segments. Thank you, BetterHelp. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by AuraFrames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an AuraFrame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these AuraFrames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an AuraFrame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. That was our ad. Now we're back. Hi, I'm Amir. I'm Coming Jane. at you live. <laughs> You're what? Jane. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow it's like james but not plural because who needs it yeah <laughs> who needs the extra <laughs> yeah. i'm james there's just one of me <laughs> so there's always one of james <laughs> no there's two james james is... <laughs> nope, not me. i'm james there's just one of me jam j-a-m-e hey you don't call me the uh, the other version of me jakes do you because there's only one <laughs> jame ah uh, we should talk about we are, we're shooting the pilot finally. It's happening. Thanks to you. Uh, the hashtag Greenlight Jake and Amir movement was so unignorably large that another network heard about it and said, we'll, we'll give you money to shoot this thing. Yeah. Uh, it's another network in the Turner family. I guess Turner owns TNT, TBS, True TV, and a bunch of other channels. So True TV... We are back from the dead. Thank you to uh, at True TV. Uh, if you guys want to pass on a, a thank you to them, that'll make us look. It really good too. is. If you think about, I guess I don't know how much anybody knows, but making a pilot for TV is very, very hard to do. Yes, next to impossible. Yeah, they get pitches all the time, and right. they don't choose very many. And so, then if they choose you, you still have to yeah, write Yeah, every script. single step is hard. Like, even getting into the room there is hard. Selling your idea is hard. Writing the pilot, which we got to do, that was like a huge... Uh, it was rare that that happened. It was a very fortunate yeah, thing. these are all long shots. And one of the longest shots of all is to basically have your script be not considered anymore. 
And then another network is like, you know what? We'll do it. And right. it was because our fans were so supportive. Exactly. Because it's hard to predict TV success. And one of the few things you can go by is if, it, if uh, uh, people already have a built-in fan base. Because a lot of shows come from relatively unknown people. Mm-hmm. And they can be just as funny as our show. But the fact that nobody knows about that certain person puts them at a disadvantage. We're already famous. That's why our and show is called good. Already Famous. <laughs> it's called Been Famous, bitch. <laughs> that means you're not famous anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever, man. What did you say? Uh, well, I'm not famous. The, the numbers of people that have tweeted and like uh, just support us on our subreddit and like Facebook channel and Twitter and all that stuff uh, is a huge selling point for us. Right. So if we have a script that's just as funny as everyone else's, hopefully... But then we also have this extra advantage. Mm-hmm. Then that pushes us through. It's basically like a, rub, a rugby scrum. Yeah. We're in the middle, and then we have these uh, hundreds of thousands of fans that sort of force us, you shove us did forward. Us, you did us a real solid. Obviously, you haven't done enough yet. We don't have a TV show yet. Right. Well, wait, let's wait till we shoot the pilot. And now, actually, it's our... We've... Oh, I feel like we're passing the ball back and forth, oh, right? fuck. Now it's so our, our fans just helped get us the pilot. Now we have to do a good job with the pilot. Oh, we have to shoot it good. Yeah, we have to shoot it good. We have to act it good. We have to edit it good. It has to be good. It has to be a good thing. And then, and then, then we if, ask for help one more time yeah. to convince True TV to greenlight <clears throat> it to series. That's right. So the and best then thing we ask for help again by by. Well, saying, then we well that, sorry. Then we do work again. Then we make it, which uh, would be amazing. Yeah. And then we <clears throat> ask for help one more time, getting our fans to, to watch, watch it. it. Yep. So we can only get things up to a 50-50 decision for people. We can only get us back on the fence. <laughs> yeah. we, we're going to do a job that'll get us on the fence, get somebody considering But that it. is why we are splitting the revenue with all of our fans. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. We no. should. We cannot. We should do this that. This is not a publicly traded Everyone company. Should, you cannot you should buy get a rebate. in me. You should you. get a rebate. You cannot get a rebate. I'll Fine. give you a coupon. For MeUndies.com. But yes, every little bit is so helpful. So thanks, guys, for have... A lot of you guys have tweeted uh, at TrueTV already, and they've already taken notice. And unlike TBS, they've like already started tweeting back at us, being like how they feel the love. So it already feels like a much more fun, uh, positive experience. And we haven't even started yet. Uh, I think we're going to start shooting or working on this thing when we get back from Australia. Amazing. Uh, First, we have to cast it. We have people in it that aren't us. Well, what the fuck are we doing right now? We're recording this. Oh, okay. Yeah. Then we have to shoot it. Why the fuck are we recording this? Well, then? we have to cast it first. Okay, yeah, yeah, sure. And then we have to edit it. Well, then what the fuck? We're wasting our <laughs> goddamn time on this stupid podcast. <laughs> <No>. Shit. Blumenfeld. <laughs> this is good, too. This, okay. Yeah, this, this, this yeah. continues no, to no, give no, us no. an outlet I know, that we I know, control no, the right, timeline right, of. You're right, you're right. It helps right. to be able to talk and exactly. upload it, and people right. are listening to it, enjoying it while they're waiting for the show to happen. 100%. You're correct. Then we have a final product that True TV oh has to deliberate. God. And if you guys can just help us out one last time by borderline forcing yelling at them. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, to, we'll to, have a meetup for that. Yeah, yeah. It'll be a tweet up. You guys will be very well aware. Uh, so thank you. That's sort of the timeline we're thinking about right now. Uh, and thank you guys again for helping us get to this point. We couldn't have done it without you. Uh, speaking of Australia, mm-hmm. shows are getting close to sold out. That's Melbourne's insane. already sold out. Sydney has less than 100 tickets left. That's a 900-person show. That's amazing. That'll be our biggest podcast show ever. Yeah. Well, wasn't London around 900 as well? I think London was like 800. Holy shit. Well, I mean, if we sell out, this one will be bigger. Uh, And then there are tickets still available for Adelaide, Brisbane, and Perth. Those tickets are still going fast. Uh, We're going to be there in, I think, three weeks. insane. 
uh, very close. So if you're still considering it, make it so. Uh, all the dates and all the ticket stuffs, uh, all the links to what you need are on our sh- uh, website, ifireyoushow.com. Correct. Uh, anything else we should talk about? Our newsletter you can sign up for, weekly updates from us. Our, the Montreal show is already sold out, so you can't buy tickets to that Yeah, anymore. sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I guess that's it. Oh, uh, you um, you shat yourself yesterday. Oh, yeah. Well, there's no time. We what? talked about the <laughs> newsletter and shit, so... I was just, yeah, 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 yeah. It wasn't even a little bit either. You, you thought you were on the toilet and mm-hmm. you were on a chair. I sat down Indian style <laughs> on a chair. I said, how do you do do? And uh, then I, yeah, I tooted and. A full log, a 21 inch log. Insane. It was a record breaker. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. That's not true, you guys. Unless it is and you didn't tell me about it. I didn't do that. Uh, all right. Let's get to one last question before we run out of time. Uh, 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 oh, here we go. One last guy's name. J.J. Reddick. Your boy. Who had a tough go of it today. He, he didn't do his best when they needed him to. He, but you know, this, not, is, this is their second shot. straight game seven. That's a, it's very tiring. They played 14 games. That's like the borderline three and a half series in just two weeks. Yeah. Four weeks. They had a good run. J.J. Reddick writes, I'm a 22-year-old kid, and me and my buddy are going on a trip to Denver next month, and I think he kind of already sewered me. We planned this trip so that we fly in Thursday so that there are three nights. And he talked about going out every single night. He's been there before, and he even met a Broncos cheerleader. She is a smoke. So he suggested maybe we do a double date one night. So I jokingly said yes, thinking it would be another cheerleader friend. So today he texts me a, a pic of a dime and a nickel. I'm pretty self-aware, and I don't think they'd set me up with an ugly friend, but I don't know what to do, because if we find another friend, it'll come off like I look like the asshole, right? And I can't really tell him what to do on his vacation, can I? But I don't want to just go out by myself that night, so do I have to just battle with the husky one? Thanks. Y'all rock. You don't. (laughs) He wanted a hottie. And it's when funny because he's like, the everything photo. he's saying is correct, but he's like, at, at, right? Yeah. I can't just ditch this friend, can I? <laughs> Would it be fine? Because is... well, I'm going to. And uh, this is sort of the problem with getting set up. Yeah, it's never good. It's how often, the, the, the huge major issue, uh, I don't even know what this person looks like, any of these people look like, but... I think most humans are unattractive. Right. Yeah, I've heard I this think, theory. Yeah. <laughs> you think there's no one hot in all the world? No, I do. I think it's just rare. I think it's, it's not like, oh, you know, there's a 50% mark and half the people are hot and half the people are ugly. No. I think 80% to 90% of people are not good looking. You most of all. <laughs> you asshole. <laughs> the ugliest one. Uh, and then there are 10% of attractive people. 10% of people are average and 80 to 90% are, are poor. <laughs> Unfortunately, it is not a, a non-normal distribution. You're, you reached a point where wow. you, I say I want to set you up with someone. And it sounds very exciting, but nine right. times out of ten, they won't be attractive. Well, the problem is that people's expectations when they're going to get set up are like basically never, ever met. Yeah. Because you immediately think your future wife I immediate- or your future husband, and then, and then you see somebody that's not that, and you're like, oh, no. But like, it doesn't matter. This is only one night in yeah, this this is one night of vacation. It's not like you're 
it's more dangerous to get set up like in your hometown. Like if somebody here, if your mom was like, hey, I want to set you up with my friend's daughter. Right. That's a little dangerous. But out, where are they going? Denver. Yeah, dude, Denver. Just enjoy it. That whole town's a fuck fest. And maybe it's a cool, maybe she's a cool chick. You don't know that yet. You don't know until you meet her and you haven't met her yet. But going back to what I was saying about how most people are ugly, um, it's not only that most people are ugly, which they are, it's... uh, They're also uninteresting. (laughs) (laughs) No, most people are more interesting than they are attractive. I wouldn't say that. But when when people hear stories about an anonymous person, guy or girl, uh, you fill in your head an attractive person. So I'm like, oh, my friend uh, met this girl yesterday and they went home and had sex three times. And you're you're already jealous. So hot. She's probably so hot. But odds are, it was probably, like I said, two very ugly people. (laughs) Having ugly sex (laughs) and talking about mundane things. You are sitting at a cheap dining room table with a microphone attached to a computer. You nerd (laughs) hater. To be clear, I don't consider myself as part of the 10%. Of course you don't. Of course I don't. I, too, am an ugly. You have to be be ugly to be a critic like this. I'm not sitting on an ivory throne. I'm in the ugly masses with me. I'm in the muck with my people. I'm in the muck with the mire. Uh, I have the opposite problem, though. I think everybody's attractive. Even the people who are not. Almost especially them. So it's almost like a subjective thing. It's what do you consider attractive? There are some people like, oh, I wouldn't go out with that person. Like, you really, you're saving yourself for like, quote unquote, the cream of the crop, the Mm -hmm. top one to two percent. Like, if someone's not uh, a freak of nature model, you're like, oh, I'm not interested in her. She's just sort of average looking. Yeah, what a waste that would be. Yeah, but then there are people whose bar is so low, they're like, oh, anybody can be attractive, which I guess that's better than the other way around, right? I don't know. My bar doesn't even exist. I don't have a bar. You have the floor. Yeah. <laughs> and if you're above it, as in you're living and breathing, come on in. I want to fuck you. <laughs> Water is warm. Uh, I don't. I think having no bar sometimes gets you in trouble because there are, then there are people that are like do have the bar and they're like, oh, I don't want to t- like hook up with you. You don't even have any standards. Yeah. Like you'll hook up with anybody. And right. I'm like, uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> Oops, I will. Yeah. <laughs> what do I do now? <laughs> I guess uh, for this person, the advice is the same. Uh, go for it. It's one exciting night. Double right. dates are fun. Yes, they are. Have you, you might ever, as well just do this. Do you know the idea of like uh, a grenade, like taking one for the team? Oh, yeah. Have you ever, well, what? that's when you, you try to hook up with a friend of a person to right. help out your friend. First, I think that term is so dumb because you never have to do that. You can like keep someone entertained. He could go on a double date, talk to this girl, get her to like him, do everything, and then like everybody goes home to fuck. Right. You don't have to do that part. Yeah. You so can the just... part where you're like, oh, yeah, I fucked this girl for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know you didn't. <laughs> yeah. That's you true. went. You got in a car. Got in. <laughs> got into your house went into your room shut the door and whatever you could have done anything you could have not had sex right you could have pulled the plug at any point i mean if i'm gonna talk to someone for an hour i might as well go home and bang so you didn't no one falls on a grenade you like you you you're holding on to it for longer than you need to i think that's what it is you you take the grenade and you're holding it and then you go home alone you pull the plane and throw it against the wall (laughs) yeah 
It's a suicide. It was, you did nothing noble. That's how your good friend, it feels, Your too. friend is so far from the grenade at that point. Uh, so what would you say? Uh, I think go for it. Yeah, have fun. Have fun. It's Denver, for crying out loud. And yeah. it's only one night. Who knows what will happen the next night. Also, and, that's like four people going out. Anything can happen. There's yeah. no reason that's... There's no, nothing saying, like, you have to be with this girl all night. This girl is... It's a... It's not an arranged marriage. And this girl might surprise you. And you know what, uh, JJ? You might be unattractive. You probably are. So maybe you should uh, start, you know, exploring people who you consider nickels. Again, I don't know what this person looks like. Right, because you are, you're, you're a Chuck E. Cheese token. <laughs> Absolutely. You're nothing. You yeah. are worthless. <laughs> you are a ticket. You are a roll of tickets, uh, and you but don't can, buy anything except a really small kush ball. <laughs> At the very least, uh, a rubber semisphere that you turn inside out, put on your finger, and, and it pops. Pop. Yeah, and pop goes your weasel, JJ Reddick. You are a weasel. Um, all right, that's it. Now that I've called ninety percent of humans ugly, I think I've gotten that off my <laughs> yeah. chest. You finally we, made your point. Finally, that's why we started a podcast <laughs> just to let people know that. Uh, all right. If you have your own questions or, or theme song submissions, send them to if I were you show at gmail.com. We also need thumbnail submissions. Every time we post our uh, episodes on Facebook, we use an original piece of artwork made by you guys, ideally at a 600 by 315 resolution, but we'll take what we can get. The opening theme song was by Sarah and Louis, maybe Louis, uh, who made a video crocheting me and Jake. Very cute. Very nice. Do check out that video. Uh, and this closing theme song is by Michael Gray. Jake, do you want to take us out by leading us in a prayer? You can say no. Oh, all right. Yeah, no. All right. Here we go. Michael Gray. Actually, you know what, Jesus? Oh, never mind. Question.